Hello, Dazzle. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I'm glad that you're here. Today, I want to talk about alexithymia and how it's connected with autism. This connection is important because it has led to many of the misunderstandings regarding those with autism. Many symptoms that are actually symptoms of alexithymia have become associated with autism, even though the research shows that this correlation doesn't exist. So how did this happen? Well, let's get into it. Let's start with what alexithymia is, since that will be important. First, it is important to understand that alexithymia is not a disorder, but rather a symptom that can be present in individuals who have various mental disorders and in those who have no mental disorder at all. It can also be present in neurological conditions or cases of traumatic brain injury. This means that alexithymia is far from being exclusive to those who have a diagnosis of autism. The research suggests that there is a stronger connection with trauma than with autism. Alexithymia is a disruption in emotional awareness. There are three categories that a person with alexithymia can have deficits in. One is difficulty identifying feelings. The second one is difficulty describing feelings. And the third is paired introception or having externally oriented thinking. Someone with alexithymia can have difficulties in just one or in multiple areas with their emotional awareness. The symptoms that they experience can have different degrees of severity. Having alexithymia can impair a person's ability to have healthy relationships with others since they struggle with an emotional connection. When you can't identify or describe your own feelings, it is also difficult to identify the feelings of others. People with alexithymia have a difficult time reading the facial expressions and body language of others. There's even research that shows those with alexithymia have more difficulty identifying the emotions in others while they are making eye contact, which makes them more likely to look at other parts of a person's face. Research suggests that about 50% of people with autism also have alexithymia. Alexithymia occurs in the general population only about 5% of the time. This means that alexithymia occurs much more often in those that have autism than it does in the general population by far. When autism was first researched, the relationship with alexithymia was not known and thus not researched. This led to researchers including the symptoms of alexithymia into the list of symptoms for autism. This relationship has since become well-established, yet the symptoms of alexithymia have yet to be removed from the diagnosis symptoms of autism. There are symptoms of alexithymia that are not included in the diagnostic criteria that are also strongly associated with autism, so much so that there are symptoms that are frequently discussed as being part of autism, even within the autistic community. If one looks autism up in the DSM-5, they will see that the diagnostic criteria still includes emotional reciprocity, reduced sharing of emotions, reduced affect, abnormalities in eye contact, deficits in understanding nonverbal communication, and deficits in developing, maintaining, and understanding relationships. These symptoms are all things that are known symptoms of alexithymia, which can make it difficult to say how much of these symptoms are presenting in this population because of autism and alexithymia overlap so frequently. More recent research has begun to try to evaluate if these symptoms are part of autism or if they are, in fact, due to the high prevalence of alexithymia. 
What this research is revealing is that many of the symptoms that were once considered part of autism are, in fact, solely caused by the high prevalence of alexithymia in the autistic population. This research demonstrates that those with autism have the same range of emotional competence as those in the general population. This means that autism itself doesn't impact a person's emotional functionality. Once there is a since there's a strong correlation of PTSD then to autism, I suggest that the reason that alexithymia presents so frequently in autistic individuals is because of the high prevalence of trauma in an autistic person's life. Having the diagnosis of autism makes it more likely that you are also going to be diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. The implication of trauma being the possible cause of the high prevalence of alexithymia and autism are rather profound, especially so when one considers that one of the leading treatments for autism, applied behavior analysis, has a correlation for increasing post-traumatic stress rates in those with autism. If you're interested in how alexithymia is measured, you can look at the Toronto alexithymia scale. I myself scored 72, which is considered high, and as a result, it indicates a person with alexithymia. You can also try the online alexithymia questionnaire. I myself scored a 126, which is considered high, and is a result that indicates a person has alexithymia. I like that the online alexithymia questionnaire breaks down your results into the different symptom areas. Uh, you can take the test yourself and see how you score for alexithymia. Well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending some time with me. If you like what you read, click on the like button. It really does help. And until we talk again, you guys be sure to take care of yourselves. Bye.